Yo! Welcome in, House of L podcast. I am the L of House of L. I'm Lauren Tomes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I decided that I was going to bring the post-game pods back to House of L. It seemed like it made a whole lot of sense. So here's what I'm doing. I didn't tell you guys first. I, I, I told the score listener first, but I'll tell you. My pregame pods are going to be on the score. I'm going to do those on Loho Daily. The postgame pods are going to be right here. And what a crazy postgame pod this one is. The Bears get off the deck. Shout out to Ed Farmer. And win this game. Can you believe it? When this game was 23-6, to everyone I knew had jumped off. I wish... This is one of those days where I wish that you guys could um, being John Malkovich me and see what's going on. You would have loved the text messages and DMs that I was getting throughout the game from all over the place, from the world of Bears football, from the world of television, from the world of Hollywood. You would have loved some of the stuff that was coming through my phone. The Bears rally. And they win 27 to 23. Let me do a little back padding before I get into the the real analysis of this game. I kept trying to explain all week long about playing man defense. And what Mitch can do against man defense. And for some reason, when the game was on the line, as Doug Buffon used to say, when it was nut cutting time. Matt Patricia couldn't help himself. He couldn't help himself. Sure, your number one draft pick, who's a DB, is out. You lose another DB during the game. You know what we should do? We should totally play man with tired cornerbacks at the end of the game. It's 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 fireable. I mean, I know I'm not doing a Lions post game, but it just makes me laugh because they had actually had some success early on in the game by running some zone stuff, by making Mitch uncomfortable. And as soon as they got a lead, they you talk about brain cramps. Matt Patricia, by the way, is legitimately a rocket scientist. That's no bullshit. He legitimately is an aeronautics engineer. And yet, he's too stupid to not punt instead of trying a 53-yard field goal. And decided that he was just going to play man because that's what they did. I can't wait to share with you some of the stuff from the press conference on how if I knew it, then you knew that the Bears knew it. And one of the touchdowns was an exact replica of a touchdown that they saw last year because it was a similar coverage. It boggles the mind. What amazes me about this game I'm so glad that we have the opportunity to hang out together and talk about this. What amazes me about this game is we were nine minutes away from quarterback change. Nine minutes. And in that nine minutes, Mitch showed his medal. And the Bears defense showed up right on time. I didn't think that the Bears defense had a great game. I thought that they looked a little slow and sluggish. They weren't putting enough pressure on Matthew Stafford. He was making plays, but once they got up 17 points, they just let off the gas. 
and the Bears were able to do enough, and then they come up with a, a huge turnover. There were a couple of momentum swings in this game, and it was fun to see. It was fun to see the Bears rally. Like th- That's a perfect word for what happened today, whether it was Mitch or the entire team. This team rallied to a win. They deserved it. They absolutely earned this win. And Detroit, I bet that every that, that if there's a me in Detroit, that person is is fuming right now with some of the ridiculousness that you saw in this game from them. Th- think about this. I'm going to read you Mitch's stats. You're not going to believe them because you watched all of this game and you saw how bad and confused and off time and with bad footwork he looked in this game. Mitch finished 20-36, 242 yards, three touchdowns, and a passer rating of 104.2. That's insane. Insane. I I don't understand it. It, You have a guy confused, and Matthew Stafford, by the way, finished with a rating of 77.2, and his rating was in the high 90s before we got to the fourth quarter of this game. They're able to make it work. You look at the scoring that the Bears had. They they end up scoring three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. How can you not melt that game away if you're them? If you're if you're Detroit. But you know, enough about them. Good for, for Mitch and the Bears. How about their run game today? I was really impressed, even in the third quarter, where we have seen them in the past because they're down. They were going to just be pass happy, and they weren't. In this game, they decided, we'll we'll still run the ball. We can still run the ball. And they ended up netting 149 yards on the ground. That's fantastic. They were able to do a couple of fun and different things. They were using the, the different guys well. I thought Tariq Cohen in the run game today was really good. David Montgomery with the hamstring still went out there and did his thing. They were able to divvy up the runs and keep Detroit off balance defensively. I was also impressed by Adrian Peterson. That man is 119 years old and went for 93 yards and had a long run of 20. He also caught a couple balls too. Like that don't even make any sense. But the Bears run game, give the offensive line credit. We crushed the offensive line on the regular. And they've deserved it. But today, they deserve a lot of praise for how well they played in this game. By the way, we are brought to you by the fine folks over at Homeside Financial. 56david.com. You know David Hochberg? He's a friend of mine. And if you're thinking about buying a home or you're thinking about refinancing a home, he's the guy that you want to call. 855-56-DAVID. And do me a favor. When you call, be like, hey, I heard you on House of L. Lawrence told me you were a stand-up dude. That's why I'm calling you. Please do that for me. Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 1124061. You look through the numbers of this game. Anthony Miller with some... He's really good when he's healthy. He's a player. Four catches, 76 yards, and a touchdown for him. Allen Robinson, he's always good. Five catches, 74 yards, that incredible catch that he made. The rookie, Darnell Mooney, I thought had a really good debut in this game. And Jimmy Graham, the timing was off in the first half. There's no doubt about that. You had times where 
it looked like he and Mitch were on the same page because he wasn't jumping at the right time. I think I said humping on Twitter, but he wasn't jumping at the right time. And then what happened? They put him in some man looks. He was able to beat linebackers. And you throw a jump ball up to him and you get it in the right place, he can still make a play. That's where he can still be very effective. I love that the Bears ran triple tight end formations in this game. They weren't afraid to do some of that stuff. I I thought that from a concept standpoint, the Bears were really well coached today offensively from a concept standpoint. An execution standpoint, there were some things early on that the quarterback didn't adjust to. And this will be a problem later on with better teams. It will be. But it's not a problem for them getting that win. Like, get the win. I was having a discussion with a former Bear while the game was going on. And this Bear said, just text it back at the end of the game, execution over technique. At the end, it didn't matter that Mitch was off time and off balance in his throws. It mattered that they got the throws and they got the win. My response was, wins always give you time to fix your problems. You get to to get to stay involved in whatever season is going on if you win. If you lose, if they lose this game, we are having such a different conversation. We are talking about Nick Foles getting ready to start. We are talking about how slow Danny Trevathan looked, how Roquan Smith looked like he wasn't a part of the game for a big part of it. He ends up leading in tackles, by the way with seven, but they did some things late, got some pressures late. Kyle Fuller comes up with an interception, and the Bears made them pay. Let me take you inside the the locker room here for a little bit. I want you to take a listen to Matt Nagy and what he had to say about this win and what he thought of how well his quarterback played. Pay particular attention to Nagy explaining how his receivers recognize the man coverage late in the game. We're like, we've seen this before. We can beat this. Is they're coming over to me and they're telling me, you know, I can beat this guy, I can beat that guy. And when you have that input and you have that confidence from your players, um, you just, you love that as a coach. And so Anthony Miller, Allen Robinson, all these other wide receivers that were over there, they just, they really like their matchups. And, and then of course you got to make the throw. So I just appreciate their willingness to keep fighting. No one ever had their head down. They didn't care about the score. They just know they, they wanted an opportunity to get the ball. And then when you get that opportunity, you got to make the most of it. They did that. Mitch made the throws, you know, whatever it was, three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. But when we needed it most, the guy stepped up. And, and sometimes that's how you win. Uh, and we did that today. Matt, with the limited offseason, no preseason games, how crisp did you think things were today? One in the passing game and two on defense. I thought, um, so in the passing game offensively, uh, again, I thought our play actions were good. I thought our third third down was not good. So we're gonna, we'll, we'll get back on track with that and, and stay away from those third and seven pluses. Um, defensively, I, I said it to our team, everybody knows it across the league, I'm sure, you know, without having those preseason games, you see some some of the tackling issues that are out there. Uh, that's That's natural, that's normal, but our guys, it's not that they can't tackle. They just got to get back into the groove. So, um, you know, situationally there at the end, I thought the three the three phases together really worked hand in hand. Coming down to that last and final play to be able to, you know, protect the goal line, protect the sideline, and, and, and uh, eventually come out with the win. Matt, you spoke last week about Mitch potentially rewriting the story and producing something really kind of cool. 
I, I know that you got to go through the film with him. There's a lot to really dissect. But in the moment, leaving the field after this win, what could this mean, win mean for him? Well, I think it's important to understand that for all of us, um, these type of wins are the ones you remember, and they can really help you uh, get the season going the right way. You look at the other end of it, if you don't get this win, what do we all do, right? We dwell on what happened in the first quarter, the second quarter, and really part of the third. Uh, instead, um, this win shows us a couple things. It shows that we can handle adversity as a team. Um, it shows that we stick together, which we've already checked that one off. We did that last year. Um, but it also shows that there's some things that we need to get better at. So we're not going to let this win um, deodorize any of the stuff on offense, defense, or special teams that wasn't good. Uh, that's why we have our good, bad, and ugly video clip that we do on Tuesday morning that we'll show. And, and, then, and then we'll get better from it. But we're 1-0 right now. We appreciate that. We know that we got a lot more to go. But you always it's hard to win in this league. So to be able to win right now, it just really helps you for the future. So here's hoping that it can be built off of, that Mitch can look at this and, and say, all right, look, it was, it was bad. It was as bad as it can get. And we were able to rally and come back and win this game. And those are the types of wins that you hope to build off of. I, I'd be lying to you, though, if I said that it gave me a ton of hope. Like, I'll say this. This is what I expected. I just didn't expect it in this way. I thought that eventually he was going to eat them up because they were going to play man defense, and they didn't, and they had success, which, again, I don't understand. But I thought that this would be something where he would have success. If you look at what his numbers are against Detroit for his entire career, his numbers against Matt Patricia, it is, it's right there for you. The, the way to, to losing the game for them and winning the game for Mitch and the Bears is right there for you. I do think that there were a lot of good things that came out of this, like the fact that they were able to run the ball. Like, I can't say enough how big a deal that was, that, that they were willing to run the ball. 28 carries in this game. Some of them weren't great. Like, I didn't like the end around to Allen Robinson. But I like the way that they used Corderell Patterson. I like the way that they used Tariq Cohen. And they gave David Montgomery all the opportunities in the world. On the defensive side, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. There's clearly going to be some communication things. And it you didn't see the same ferocity from the pass rush that you usually see. Having Not having Robert Quinn out there, I thought, was a big deal. And it allows to allocate resources. You can allocate two guys to Khalil Mack and two guys to Akeem Hicks, which means other guys have got to get home and make plays like Roy Robertson Harris. Got to make plays. Jonathan Jenkins, like those guys have got to get in there and make plays. Bilal Nichols. I really felt like they were going to miss Eddie Goldman. And I thought that they missed him in today's game. There's work to do, but again, winning allows you to get that work in, in a positive environment Instead of everyone, like that's the other thing about this win. I think that this is a a a loss that it's a point your finger loss. If the Bears lose this game, even though the the way the defense played, they played unevenly, there was opportunity here for there to be a hey, start the other guy, because we have seen this movie over and over again. And I reserve the right to bring back this, this particular discussion later on. 
because I do think that it'll happen again. But for today, you should rejoice. Like, you should rejoice that there was enough steel in Mitch's personality to allow for him to come back into this game. So let's hear from him. Let's hear from the Bears quarterback. By the way, we are brought to you by Mazda of Orland Park, ZoomZoomNation.com. If you're looking for a unique car buying experience, they can help you out in that regard. Let's hear from Mitch explaining how all of that at the end of the game came about. First half didn't go how I wanted, how our offense wanted. Um, we, we knew we, we got to be better on third down earlier in the game, and especially in the red zone. Um, but I think what really helped me first half the second half was when you start to get in a rhythm, you start to not think. So uh, just getting out of your own your head, not thinking about anything else except the, the next play. And that's what we did as a unit, I thought, um, and myself. So I was just going out there and playing, let, letting the game come to me, seeing the defense, going through reads, um, and taking what they gave us. So we just had a mentality on the sidelines. We, we got together as offense, and uh, we knew we weren't out of it once we were down by 17. We just want, just one play at a time. Like, we don't have to do anything crazy. Uh, we're still in it. Let's stick to what we do. Let's find completions. Let's just go down there, play our game, but take it one one play at a time. And I think when we start to get into a rhythm, um, you start to – you start to not think and just play fast. And I think that's when things started to roll for us in the second half. Hey Mitch, Anthony told us that earlier in the game, they were throwing some zone concepts at you guys that you maybe didn't expect. But then later on, they switched to playing a little bit more man. Did that also help you guys get in the rhythm a bit, just going against the defense you have beat pretty significantly and, and consistently? Yeah, I think they were doing a good job mixing up, uh, especially in the first half. And then when it got down to to the wire, I mean, they're going to they're gonna play with – play what they trust most and, and that was man for them and we knew that so it, it was all about winning our one-on-one matchups the O-line did a great job winning their one-on-one matchups up front giving me time and the playmakers made plays down the stretch um, but I also thought they did a great job mixing mixing in zone in the first half um, doing some a, a couple confusing looks but you're always going to have that in the first game so we just got to continue to get better on offense uh, and, and get ready for next week and, and try to find those things in film study but it, that's always going to happen. You're always going to have some un- unscattered looks, but we just got to trust our eyes to go out there and, and play as a unit, and, and we did a lot better job that second half. Mitch, there were a handful of throws in the first half mainly, a couple to Graham, a couple to Allen. It was really hard to tell if you were off just a little bit or if they were mistiming leaps. Is that kind of what you're talking about, that first half with no live game action? Did it really just take a while to get into the rhythm of the game? Yeah, I think that's exactly what it was. It was just I mean, football is a game of inches. So if some, if if I'm off or they're off by one inch, it it, it could it could change the course of a play. And uh, I think with it just being uh, a new year, first game of the season, no fans in the stands, it's a little bit different feel. So um, coming off training camp, no preseason games, no. That was the first time we won against someone else. So you're always going to have those, but it, it's just trust. You just trust the reps that you got in practice. You trust that if you run the offense, it, it's going to come to us. And, and I think that's what we did. We just stuck together. We grinded it out and we created more rhythm. But obviously, if we want to be a great team, we got to we got to learn from that and we got to start faster. And uh, that's on me and the rest of the guys on offense to, to fix that and just come out on one. Mitch, the, um, the touchdown Javon wins, uh, if you could kind of walk us through, you know, that, that play. And the play right before that looked like one of those kind of ones where you scramble around, you're able to find Jimmy. Those back-to-back, um, how nice it was to have that rhythm, be able to throw on the move um, and, and get yourself within three there. It was good. The one that Jimmy was a cover zero, um, they, they kind of hit it on the slate. And when I was, when I was uh, late in my cadence, so I saw that, I beat the defensive end, and Jimmy beat his guy on the shallow, and I just uh, kind of turned into like a little uh, backyard 
uh, recess play almost. I just scrambling and got him the ball, and uh, he made it. He, he almost scored. It was an awesome play. And then next one to Javon, we had a little um, little uh, route to A-Rob, and the corner fell off on, on A-Rob, and then Javon just uh, stuck with the progression and, and ran his route and, and did a heck of a job catching the ball. And uh, that's that just comes down to execution. So you just take what the defense gives us. Uh, trust our reads, trust our routes, and everybody being on the same page, and that's what you get. So sometimes you got to make things happen, uh, like the play to Jimmy, and then other times you just you got to do exactly what's expected of you uh, on your job uh, for that play, and everybody did that. So that's how you get in the end zone. They made it work, man. They made it work, and, and Mitch had a great fourth quarter. He should be very proud of it, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a lot of work left for the Bears to do before they take on the Giants. There's a lot of work left for him and them to do before their next game. But props to him, man. Props to him for not giving up. Props to the the Bears for not giving up as a team. And we have a much better and more fun story to talk about now than we would have had had this game gone sideways like it was looking like it was going. So thanks to Mazda of Orland Park, ZoomZoomNation.com. We appreciate them. Thanks to David Hochberg. Telling you, call that man, 855-56-DAVID. Go get yourself a mortgage or refinance your place. Rejoice, rejoice. White Sox win. Alec Mills throws a no-hitter on the north side. Bears come back down three touchdowns or whatever. No, three scores. And they win. It's a good Sunday. Enjoy yourself. Hit me up on Twitter at Lawrence W. Holmes. That's where you can find me on Instagram, too. I got some good pictures from Soldier Field today. I know the game was in Detroit, but I rode my bike over to Soldier Field. Thanks so much for listening. 1-0. Peace.